0: uh hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the shock Seas podcast um sorry it's been a little while uh i was busy uh you know dying in a pit in the middle of afghanistan Mm Not so it was was fun yeah it was great you were born you were born too late for that you know yeah Yeah. i know but you know you know it, it 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 stays with you if it like things that are going around on during your times like kids who were born in like 1999 they still say they're 90s kids and they get they're they like 90s things i was born whenever we invaded afghanistan so you know wow. i really like that for some reason like it's ingrained in my brain <laughs> <laughs> okay all right what a way to start an episode of imagine the gathering podcast exactly yeah. <laughs> i'm 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 trying to uh i'm trying to yeah. beat ruckman as the of the heel as the heel of pioneer <laughs> hey, i mean this is a great segue speaking
1: speaking of endless pits though yeah gogari Exactly. Yeah, in Pioneer, you know.
2: <laughs> it's a uh, to get lost to, in
0: Boston. Uh, uh, but uh yeah, that's the main topic of the day everybody. Uh other than, you know, uh I'm super young and that's what they we were talking about before. Everybody was telling me how I'm a child. It was great. Yep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um and then uh sorry, I lost my train of thought and then I just started making bad jokes. Um everybody welcome uh our returning guests. We have crew three chris and hey. uh we have another returning guest uh anthony from the uh playing arena podcast i always get the name wrong i'm sorry that's <laughs> podcast. No, it's fine that's exactly and
2: podcast. We then re-branded,
0: like 10 episodes <laughs> in we rebranded from playing Explore to playing arena so exactly um these people have both been on previously but they are we they're awesome and good at podcasts so i figured Bring them on another time,
1: joining forces, you know, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, three podcasts together, it's never been yeah. done. No, <laughs> it's, it's, this is this is podcast
2: history, uh,
1: <laughs> not successfully, at least, you know, exactly. well, but yeah. our powers combined.
2: Well, I mean, don't, 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 uh, don't, don't throw successfully on us yet. <laughs> well, that's we, have, yeah. we, have 40, we have 45 we're, minutes to get there, that's yeah. right. We're, <laughs> we're two minutes
0: in, we're two minutes exactly. In. <laughs> um. And then before we uh, hop into it, I want to give a huge shout out to Rose Emoji, or Ben, as Anthony likes to call him. I do like to call him Ben. Uh, I He just wrote me a new intro song, and I assume you people, the listeners, heard it. So uh, uh, go give him a follow on Twitter or something, because he's really awesome and good at that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't
2: know. It's actually X now. Go follow him yeah. on X. <laughs>
0: Yeah, go follow him mm-hmm. on. Be careful which website you click. You might be yeah, surprised. If there's th- there's more than two e- or two X's, you're in trouble. Like, yeah, don't yeah, go to that site. Or if you might more really than like two it.
1: X's, you're in trouble. Right, right. Stop at one. Stop at exactly <laughs> yeah, one. Stop at exactly And, hope, exactly and one. That, hope that eliminates enough of them because, you know, you just don't ever know.
0: If the X is followed by videos, that's not the place. That's either. not the one, right? That's not the one you want. That's not the one you want. I got to
1: listen to that theme song and it slaps. Great job, Rose. Rose, Thanks. Rose, uh, a hero of the people, you know. Rose, yeah.
2: Rose is, uh, as someone who hosts a podcast with him, I legally have to say that he is the man. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: So Rose, you're the man.
0: He's now a ferret owner. He just shared with all that's of true. us. That's no, true. I've <laughs> yeah. never
1: heard a good thing about ferret ownership other than you do it for the love of the game. So
2: they're 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 very like fun, interesting animals. They're way too smart.
0: Yeah, right. Like it right. should
2: not be pets. They are they are smarter than us.
0: Yeah, It's <laughs> so. like trying to cage anyway. a dolphin.
2: Let's see. Work. We touch on Iraq and ferrets so far, so I feel like yeah. we're doing pretty good here. Let's hit free
1: Willie because that's the free, you yeah, know cage right? a dolphin. Let's just jump right into free Willie. Shouldn't free cage Will. a norca either. You know exactly. What, what yeah. Richard? What other things should we not cage? Um.
0: Anything that you don't say, I will hold against you in a court of law. Okay. Um. I really think that we should not cage, uh, free will and the human spirit.
1: Mm. That's a good one not to
0: cage. Yeah. As the Keanu has taught me from the Matrix, it just doesn't work. They tried it like four times in those movies, and it just never worked. Never works. (laughs) Love prevails. That's the whole thing, right? Exactly. What
2: Uh, shouldn't you cage? Um.
0: Hmm.
2: let's see i don't know uh, uh the my machine my nicholas underdog. i'm trying to blitz how about that right there you go there don't, you go don't grab, don't grab digger's cage that, about
0: that?
2: <laughs> exactly is that a segue? that's yeah, a segue exactly <laughs> all right Nice. Perfect. perfect
0: so anyway we have several topics today and i brought these two on because they uh recently chris has uh told us that uh on his podcast that green black is severely underplayed in uh Pioneer, or I think that was the gist of what you were saying. Uh That's I can't remember it. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's underplayed in Pioneer, and mm-hmm. we need to unban uh our overgrown tombs. And Anthony likes to play uh really bad uh six That's, mana cards that Chris true. was talking about on <laughs> his true. podcast, so I brought them together. <laughs> I do love playing bad six mana cards like casualties of war. That is is why I'm here. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a fun card i think that was one of the ones you were discussing chris Chris? i call that a good card yeah i
1: I was outright like hey this is a card that is underplayed and i looked at the card types you hit and i'm like there are decks that this would hit every single card type against right so
2: that so it's fun it's fun living in that fantasy um but the (laughs) the reality is that like when you cast it and hit two things one of them being a land you're just like wow what
0: See, uh, yeah, I'm I, I am whilmed. Yeah. So, me and Anthony are really into like uh Rin and Realm Breaker, and then you got you two are really into Casualties of Wars. So Chris is the one who's like, no, the Rin and Realm Breaker is bad, and I'm here saying Casualties of Wars is bad. So even yeah, out. Yeah. So what what what
2: card do you guys agree on that I think is bad? Uh, That's what we have to figure out. Assassin's Trophy. Uh yeah, I do think that card's not great. I love Assassin's Trophy. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know I, about you, Chris. I I'm more of an abrupt decay guy, but that was more when Spirits was popular. Now yeah. that Spirits isn't around as much anymore, I'm kinda like, all right, well, I'm just gonna sit in here, just I just look at them longfully, you know, in yeah. the corner of my <laughs> desk and just go one day, one day they'll have their time again, you know? Exactly. I do
2: that with just my with my Assassin's Trophies, like one of the first packs I ever opened, like when I started playing. Like not when I started playing, but like yeah. around Guilt of Ravnica, which is actually yeah, that is when I started playing. One of the first packs I opened, I was just like, "Watch me open this Assassin's Trophy," and it was in that pack. And that's that's <laughs> the day. That's the day I became hooked on green black. was the day <laughs> I opened that Assassin's Trophy. So
0: Here we go.
2: Place held, holds a special place in my heart. But that card. The is rest is history. Yeah, the rest that's is actually, history.
0: That's kind of funny. I did the same thing the other day. Uh, we were doing a uh, a chaos draft, but it was for like commanders. So you draft a bunch of packs and then you build a commander deck out of them.
2: Okay, anyway. That's cool.
0: I saved uh, my Kaldheim pack for last because I wanted a Golgari commander. And I'm like, this Kaldheim pack has a Sarl in it. I open it, has a Sarulf in it. I'm there not kidding. It was the greatest moment of my life. You got to find your shot. <laughs> it was just, so you, cool.
2: You just will it and it happens. If only you had done that with the one
0: ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't <laughs> yeah. try hard enough,
2: loser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's can
0: a yeah, the, the one card I got from my uh, I so I, I wasted my money and got uh, a collector's booster for this draft of uh, what's it called? Uh, the Lord of the Rings as it was on sale or whatever. I opened an ancient tomb, that was the only one I got where I'm like, uh, that's Ooh. pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was close. Good. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. You do. No, you're good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyway, um, I figure uh, we, we've been too off topic now because I'm I keep taking us off topic. This is my fault, guys. I'm sorry. No, i accepted, about just don't do it again. Okay. Uh- <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I figure um, what better way to jump into the topic of uh, the first topic I have uh, written down is planeswalkers and pioneer and how to make them more playable or play more of them. Uh, yeah, whatever so we think.
2: <laughs> what, what planeswalkers see play in pioneer? That's an interesting question. To, to uh, very, mostly, very hero of Dom, Wandering Emperor, yeah, Karn,
0: yep, Karn, oh, Karn and Kiora,
2: and Kiora. Kiora is like, I understand, right? Like, that, that, like, Kiora's not really in the same, yeah, boat as the other. I don't know, Kiora's like a weird people
0: the mirror breaker, technically, is a planeswalker, so it sees plane pioneer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this feels it. like it.
2: Uh, and then we get like we get into the point is like we get into fringe quite quickly right cuz yeah. after Teferi, Emperor Karn and Kiora, sure We'll count Kiora. Yeah Kiora with um, quotation marks around it. you get to like Liliana right?
0: Like, yes, he's played very uh, a little bit. There's um, some decks to play, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, including a lot of green black builds. Right, uh, yeah. I guess. Um after that like what I, I feel like I'm missing an obvious one. I don't, I don't think you think are. I think you're
1: missing an obvious one. necessarily. I think like um, Liliana was kind of the next one. Mm. No,
2: you're after. you're right. I'm really not.
1: <laughs> yeah, like a- after that, uh, a Valky.
2: Yeah, kind but of? that's just that's just like a, a flex one of in in a CT yeah. or deck or whatever. Like sure. I yeah, it's
0: you... Pioneer is definitely not the Planeswalker format. And I that, would
1: say. I, I'll I'll tell you, I'll I'll start this off this way, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think planeswalkers have have a way that they can be balanced. In Mm -hmm. general, I am anti planeswalker. I think that planeswalkers were were the way that they implemented them was kind of a design mistake Mm -hmm. Um, and that like a long time ago, we figured out that Planeswalkers create a sub game where it was like, hey, kill this Planeswalker or lose the game because yeah. all the ultimates were so strong. And now they've taken that back. And now I look at a card like Wandering Emperor and I'm like, well, this is a pretty cool card. Yeah. yeah you know, like, like all the abilities are like, you know, not game winning, um, but they mm-hmm. certainly have board impact. Right. Like there's yeah. certainly a lot of matchups where I'm like, oh, this is a really good card. And like like when I talk about Planeswalkers with good design, I start with Wandering Emperor. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I. End, my yeah. And then I end. With wandering emperor,
2: <laughs> there's <laughs> so one place walking your
1: life. That's, that's really where I, where I really like it. We, we just talked for a long time about how I hate the, the static ability ones. Not mm-hmm. that there aren't some cool ones. I think you mentioned Davriel. Yeah. That's a fine one, right? We 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 have a certain amount of cards in our hand. We lose some life, right? Yeah, yeah. A um, rack. Who
2: doesn't love a good rack? Who
1: doesn't right? Who doesn't who doesn't who doesn't love a good rack? So, yep. uh, And and again, maybe maybe that's a problem. Maybe it's not. But it it does seem weird given how how like incredible. Card advantage has been a key theme yeah. of Planeswalkers, but to be fair, we've also seen an incredible uptick in the power level of creatures. Yep. And I do like that in Pioneer, you win by attacking. I think it's why it's my favorite format. Uh, but I do think it's fair to say the power creep on creatures has been has been a little nuts. You know? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I would say, I would agree. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> what? Look at a Traxa and tell me uh, what what part of that you think is nuts. <laughs> and, and and is that that's not even the most wordy card right it's not, yeah it's so not like if you can remember all the
1: things that questing beast does i think we I should got, give you an honorary
2: doctor i can tell i can, but literally without looking at it it's vigilance haste to death touch it uh it can't. So when it attacks, uh, combat damage, or damage can't be prevented. If you deal damage to a player, it deals that much damage to a planeswalker, and it can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. There is a keyword in an ability per head. If you remember it like that, it gets a little bit easier.
1: I, I think you should get an honorary doctorate from the <laughs> University of Phoenix. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I, I think. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I think about it real hard. I think you could do it. But every time you read that card, it gains a new ability. I feel like. Yeah. That's you know?
2: me with Omnath, Locus of Creation. Yeah, is
1: is that I, I, the one? Is that the four
2: mana one? That's the four mana one. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm I once it's, messed up
1: because because it can have life, it has so many triggered abilities. Life, yeah.
2: mana, damage. Sounds right. Draws a,
1: card, draws a card when and there's a battlefield. Draws a card.
2: Ready TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that card I struggle with. Good thing they made a textless version of that. That, that was it's cool. <laughs> like
1: so I can look at more of the art, you know. Yeah, right. After I just, I'll just believe my opponent on whatever it does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, do you, are do, are you guys of the opinion then that there are planeswalkers that should me see more play and don't, or just that the design of planeswalkers needs to needs to adjust with the power level of creatures?
2: Um. I'm cool with them not adjusting the power level of planeswalkers because I, I kind of agree with you. There's a lot of planeswalkers I really like. I've only known Magic with planeswalkers, and beyond that, I've only known Magic with like good planeswalkers. Like 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 starting playing in guilds of Ravnica, you just get thrown into Teferi hero of Dominaria right away, right? And that's ignoring like I never played with Jace the Mind Sculptor when it was like a really irrelevant card, right? I started playing Modern after he was unbanned, and like he's just fine. You're right. Um, right. So, like, the figure Hero dominari was, like, my intro to Planeswalkers, kind of. Um, I don't really want them to change design, because you're right. When they're too good, they create the sub-game. And that's part of the thing we run into a little bit in uh, modern right now with things like Ren and Six. Is that, like, it just dominates a game if it stays too long. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to attack it, but then you're not killing your opponent. Yeah. Um,
1: so um, I play Zero Modern, so I'm trusting you, but I did watch Doomwake play against Grist today, and that definitely Grist felt a little awesome. miserable. Wait, yeah.
2: Add, wait, no, add Grist to your uh Wandering Emperor Well. I love Grist. Grist design is so cool.
1: Listen, I'm not talking about them. when I talk about that, I was only talking about Pioneers. I only talking about Pioneers. Modern, <laughs> there could be there could be some cool ones, but to be fair, yeah, Ren and Six is ridiculous, right? Modern yeah. doesn't say many much Planeswalker play anyway, except for except for that ring card,
0: you know?
2: Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best that's order a very yeah, Planeswalker.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um uh, the the question you asked about uh, do we I think that uh, planeswalkers should change I think planeswalkers uh, I think that it's just super hostile and pioneer for them because mm-hmm. a lot of the decks if you look at the top decks you have mono green which is a planeswalker deck yeah. technically but I mean they're uh, but other than that it's like there's racto sacrifice humans mid range uh, spirits grease fang combo. There's just not time to play a planeswalker like that doesn't yeah. get immediately great value. And planeswalkers are meant for like the long game usually to eke out value. Mm-hmm. But so the only real planeswalkers you can play well the a deck that really wants them is either Azorius Control or like Rakdos, but they already have Fable, the best 3 mana planeswalker possibly ever printed. I mean, there's Teferi obviously, but you know. Remember that? It Oko. O- I mean, yes. But I hear you. Okay, no, you yeah. I
1: know what you were saying. I know what you were trying to get at. And you were just yeah. forgetting all the. I'm
0: forgetting things. all the ones that were banned. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when actors played Sora in the
2: Murphless for like that month? That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that was cool. Before or, Fable. Before yeah. <laughs> Shieldred? Yeah. Was oh, yeah. Before. Yeah, it was, yeah,
2: before both of those. Right. Yeah, because. No, pre. Wait.
0: Because yeah, uh, Kami well, Gao hadn't come out yet. and Before uh, Fable, uh, out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think Shieldred is the thing that cut
2: Sorin like permanently. Oh, right. Yeah,
0: and then Kalidas. They uh, right. cut Kalidas too. Yeah, it's sure. just so. Yeah, that card's $8 now. Yeah, that's yeah, not... It's exciting if you play other formats like Commander or uh, what's the I one? Mean, uh, Canadian Kalidus Highlander?
2: Is... Kalidas you know, made a Kalidus? little bit of a
0: comeback like yeah. a month ago. It's... Oh, really?
2: Yeah, that's... and then it's like phased out again. It's one of those cards that kind of comes and goes. <laughs> Just um, have your
1: copies while they're cheap, and then yeah, maybe much. one day. Oh, one more Planeswalker I think has good design. Yeah. Okay. And it's Kaito.
0: I was about to talk mm. about Kaito. I just, like, I was literally, that was one I was going to say was really good, too. I, I, I think it's great. The phasing out
2: one, right? The phasing yeah. out
0: one. The three-minute one, up the 4 I
2: I don't, like, I'll I'll disagree on that. I don't no, like No, no, throw it out I'm, there.
1: I, I, wanna, I, wanna no, I want to hear your thoughts here. on
2: it. Well, because, I mean, you just said, like, Planeswalkers create this sub-game of, like, you have to attack them, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. You have to destroy them and you win the game, man. Yeah.
2: Kind of takes that ability away <laughs> for that's a turn, true.
1: for one turn. So that's the thing about it, though, right? It is one turn where like you get to activate your planeswalker a
2: second time. Mm-hmm. It it is, and but like that can just be frustrating. Oh yeah, I agree. going going against that card. I don't I don't love planeswalkers really with built-in protection. It's part of the problem with like the Eternal Wanderer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you can only attack it with one creature that's
1: like oh the six mana one right yeah, yeah right that's yeah, like- so th- the four mana one feels kind of the same to me though because the four mana one you play at instant speed and you true, get to activate right. it twice
2: that's true you do true. that's a very good point. I love that one so I don't know my and that one it is-, it is
1: a mana less right It is a th- it is a mana less that you get on true. the board earlier and like at the beginning of Pioneer, we were playing the Royal Scions in Phoenix, and oh, I think it was fine.
2: Don't <laughs> talk poorly about the Royal Scions. I love it. I that.
1: don't. I'm, I'm dead serious. I was like, it was <laughs> a three mana Planeswalker that, like, that. I think it started at five or something like that? Yeah, yeah it starts at five, it goes, five. And it starts it, at
2: five with two it was, pluses. It goes right up to six.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And it was like, this is a Planeswalker that was very hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I got multiple activations about it. And like, yeah, you wanted to draw a card and discard a card. But there was a <laughs> lot of times where you were just like, well, if I flip this thing in the ice, it's getting first strike and trample. And,
2: yeah. and yeah, that's really hard to beat. So Really... Wanted to put the Royal Scions in my Modern Tide deck to give Ragavan plus two zero and try trample tra- tra- <laughs> and first strike, but
1: we don't we don't live in that modern world. But yeah. I wish we did because if if yeah. that was a thing, I would be playing Modern. I'll tell you yeah. right now. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. Oh, to touch on the thing you're saying about uh, Kaito yeah. being more frustrating, I think that it's it's because it's right there and you know about it the whole time, rather than the Wanderer, yeah. where it's like. They flash it in on instep, basically, and then they untap with it, yeah. and it's less it's like also- it's just sitting there staring at you. Wondering if is also just, like, the most telegraphed card of all time. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> It's like a collected
2: company, yeah. Yeah, right. Collected company, settle the wreckage, like, like, that kind of, like, it's like you know it's coming, mm-hmm. but, like, you just kind of, like, sometimes act like it isn't or, like, you know, just not care about it. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Just don't ever don't, attack with your Shieldred into open mana. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, like, like I Ganjo, I guess, kind of adds to that too. Yeah, um, kind of, the, kind of the same vein. But um, yeah, I guess, I guess, to the original point of, I, I don't really think they need to make Planeswalkers better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also, I don't know. I, I, it would be cool if they saw more play. But at the same time, like, if they, if they, if you're getting to the point where they're pushing them to see play, if they're going to mess with the power balance of them like greatly and i'm I'm not super cool with that
0: mm-hmm. yeah i just want them to make planeswalkers that are that do cool things but aren't super expensive but also aren't too powerful but so it's i want i want my cake and to eat it too with so you want walkers. run and
2: what do you want <laughs> yes
0: but also i i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that one's a that one's a good one, but it's it's tough to sell I, other people on.
1: Let, yeah. Let's do it. I, if I'm in the elevator, right, yeah. I, I'm staying there. I'll I'll be mm-hmm. Mark Cuban, right? OK, yeah. and, and Bridger, you, you you and Anthony, you guys, you guys, you guys are getting you guys are getting some pizza, maybe some yeah. ice cream at, at this local establishment. You walk out to go to go get to your car, right? Mm-hmm. It's time to leave. You hit that elevator. I'm in there. Yeah, right. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's Mark Cuban.
2: The opportunity of a lifetime. We, we, exactly. we need to sell
1: them. We need to sell them on. We need to sell them on running Realm Breaker real quick. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So so hit me with it. What am I? What am I doing with my Run and Realm Breaker besides besides spinning my mana as though if it were any color?
0: uh You uh, are never losing to blue white control if it resolves yeah. again. Yeah.
2: They they really, <laughs> really really it's actually like blue white control and I'll add like you become pretty favored against Ractos too. Like Ractos really yeah. struggles to deal with that. really struggles it.
1: Rogues right. uh, not, not dealing with planeswalkers is a big tenant of the uh, of the Phoenix deck. You sideboard yeah. in Jaya's and/or Saheelys because they mm-hmm. just refuse to play uh, uh, a war. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, just refuse to play it. And given we're in the we're in a, a Grease Fang world, I understand. Yeah. So I, I'm already interested. Yeah. yeah it,
2: so that's that's the big thing. Is is it really? Especially because like, what do what do green black mid range decks? I assume that's the context we're talking about. This yeah. What do green black mid-range decks struggle with? They struggle with blue white control and against Rakdos, and that card yeah. really, really helps in both of those matchups.
0: Yeah, it makes those matchups almost favorable if you're playing like three to four. Yeah. Blue white is like
2: definitely favorable, and then red black is... is like swings it in your favor, but is, yeah. is still losable. But it's really yeah. hard to lose to blue white once you yeah. resolve Round and realm breaker. It's kind of nuts.
0: Yeah, and if it if you can like slow ball run and realm breaker, like if you can like make them deal with the sh- counter, the shield and then their uh, shields down and you play the rain and realm breaker. Like it doesn't look like it would defeat them as much as it does, but it's really good versus them. If you know how to play. With so
2: it. I have a, I, I'll add that I have a green light artifacts deck that I'm like in love with. And uh, if you ren plus on dark steel Citadel, you, you are doing the thing you are, <laughs> you are doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the indestructible it's really land funny. indestructible hexproof yeah it's it's quite funny
0: it, uh, it does a lot of other things like it can draw you out of situations too and oh the one other thing i want to pitch is the emblem yeah normally you do not uh look at a planeswalker and uh, uh base them on their emblem how good it is but ren and realmbreaker is probably one of the easiest planeswalkers to emblem yeah. i've ever played she ults a lot yeah i, I mean you only I'll need to ult it once lot. Yeah, but true. yeah, that's the one thing I really like about it. It's very easy to ult, and then you can just recast them over and over again, and then draw more yeah, cards. I've, off of it. I've
2: I've won games like alting Wren and then casting it from the graveyard, then casting yeah. another one from my hand to get like two attackers.
0: Yeah, it's going. a very slow grindy it's, card that's very good.
2: Yeah, it, well, it's not even just a slow grindy card; it also just adds pressure.
0: Yeah, like, it's very it's it's very good. It's very pivotal. It is. That's it's, my it's, pitch, Mark Cuban. Do you like magic yeah. cards?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 surprisingly flexible, and I don't know. It it's like Bertrand just said. It's a good pivot for a mid range deck to either go like, okay, I need a clock. Let mm-hmm. me swing in with these hasty three threes that just yeah. come out of nowhere, and also like protects itself because you get a three three with vigilance, yep. uh, and, Hex- and hexproof. That, yeah, it can't just. Fatal push and stone rain you, which is
0: huge, and uh, it never gets got by the wanderer.
2: No, it never gets got
0: by the wanderer, except for the plus one plus one counter if you like attack into a two two. Oh yeah, but yeah, then right. But I mean, yeah. you, it's telegraphed enough that usually you can tell. So right, right.
2: Yeah. Um, you're never
0: getting got by either of the mi- the wanderer minuses, mm-hmm.
2: um, and it it draws through graveyard hate as well. If you're playing yeah. a like. A, Golgari deck or some kind of deck with it that utilizes the graveyard mm-hmm. and they play like a rest in peace or something. The minus two still works, you can yep. still add the card to your hand. The emblem doesn't work, obviously. Nice, but, um, but that's that's huge too. The way that's formatted, and then the ult, yeah, if they don't have like a graveyard hate thing, the ult just wins the game like a lot of the time. Like uh, every planeswalker ult does, obviously, that's the point. Yeah. But like, and- that one's easy. I've ulted that yeah. card like. Literally, like, more times than maybe I've ulted any other planeswalker combined.
0: Yeah, like, including three mana Teferi. I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> that, that one. Notorious alt <laughs> three mana Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but also it just has a lot of things going for it. Like, you would never actually, like, play a card because it has the chromatic lantern text on it. But just incidentally making all lands you draw, like tap for any mana of any color like can be just like really handy because so you can play like a Liliana of the Veil and another uh green green card the next turn you know
2: yeah or it, it, it actually it, really helps if you're playing like something like Invoke Despair
0: also. oh yeah very good um for that.
2: that helps for that if you like playing bad cards uh I I I just that in there
0: also, by the way, uh, listeners at home, this is a recent episode. Like we know, we're days away from the ban and an- announcements and stuff. This isn't an old episode where we just ha- got the Ren and Realm Breaker.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. This is yeah. <laughs> card's yeah. been yeah. out for a while. This is, yeah. this is well post March of the Machine. Yeah. Um. I, so I think that's a card that like I just feel like has a home somewhere. Yeah. And, and if Fable gets banned, and, like other. X black mid-range decks become unbanned with Fable getting banned. Like I I really think Ren and Roll Breakers, I'm holding on to it. I really think Redden Breakers is a very good card.
1: Oh. You, you know where oh. I could see this slotting in yeah. is um in particular there's that new seasons pass deck that's running around. Yeah. Yeah. And and it plays Liliana of the Veil. Vale. Mm-hmm. And the thing is we already play so much removal, especially in the green black colors, that like mm-hmm. that's an area where I'm like, okay, for my three mana planeswalker, you know, Liliana makes a sack creature. Right, yeah. and that pseudo removal that kind of protects itself. So, if you've got a slot that really, this is kind of a four mana planeswalker. I assume we really want to be untapping. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if we wipe it, our opponent's creatures, we can mill and get something back, right? I mean, yeah. there's you can definitely play it early. Yeah, um,
2: if you if you know your opponent's not on like a burn spell or hasty creatures, you can play it in minus instantly, and it's fine yeah um, it's about knowing the play patterns like if you're yeah if your opponent's on blue white and they don't like hold up a make disappear or something you just slam it as soon as humanly possible because it just yeah. wins again
0: well i, I also think uh I, sorry to cut in a little bit um okay. i just want to add i think Rin and realm is a a card that really rewards format knowledge a lot more than other planeswalkers where it's like it i play Liliana on the veil i kill your creature uh Rain and realm breaker really wants you to understand the matchup you're going into yeah. to be able to play around it. Like in humans, I probably want to very clearly either just play it and grab a card with it that can help me remove the humans or uh, just not play it. And it's a dead card and I have to remove it.
2: It I mostly side it out against. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, it's,
2: it's one of the first cards I usually cut. Uh, yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's even still like not necessarily bad in that matchup. Sometimes just mm-hmm. a random three, three is hard for mono white to get through depending on the, yeah. who- like how, how depending on how like the like you control the rest of the board mm-hmm. um, are you guys
1: are you guys wanting to main deck this or would you say it's fine deciding given given how just based on what you guys have told me that it's primarily good against like control and some of the mid-range stuff would you I, rather be setting it in or
2: that's so interesting i i've never actually really thought about it i've always just since i started playing this card i was playing like abs mid-range uh I, released something on PlayingExplorer.com about my experience playing abs in Midrange. mid range that started mm-hmm. off as a, I want to play Thalia and the get Rog monster and turned into wait, Red And Rome is kind of awesome. Sure. Um, I've never really thought about bringing it in from the side. Cause I, it's not like it's so bad against. It, yeah. It's bad against like, it's bad in the same matchups that like pretty much every planeswalker, like it's bad against Time, Sure. But like yeah. every three mana planeswalker is going to be um mm-hmm. it's bad against like it's it's bad against spirits yeah and again like most three mana planeswalkers walkers are going to be because my thought um, is this like
1: my the card that i really want in matchups that aren't control and probably maybe rakdos mid is yeah. one of my favorite cards the glissa oh i think you've played both yeah. if you can you so like both? what wouldn't sure. i be citing out my glissa in a world of like hey my opponents just have infinite removal against for rakdos- creatures
2: Against Rakdos, I never really cited out Glissa against Blue White. She does feel very bad,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. I think, I think the problem is the other three drops in Green Black, which is kind of talking about the problem, is that there aren't very many three drops, or it's a problem we're going to be talking about. Is I think the other three drops are just not versatile enough to keep up, so you kind of have to play both. Yeah. i feel like
1: that is more true on two drops but maybe i'm oh, not I, dro- I for I sure
2: aggressively agree on two drops two okay. <laughs> <yeah, for sure. laughs>
1: two drops. drops is the place where i'm like man i wish there's no three drops i'm like i got my glisses you can play the uh yeah. the graveyard trespasser if you want yeah. there's a lot of green and or black uh three drops that i feel like do a pretty decent job yeah
0: oh for sure yeah i think yeah. i i just think that uh they're all like much worse than fable and yeah. Like much worse than Bone Crusher. Card. Yeah. You, you also so, circumvent
2: yeah. this problem if you play Abzan and play Wedding Announcement in your deck. That that helps.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> true. Yeah. <laughs> found
2: found that helpful. Yeah. I assume the same just the same is true with Jund and playing Fable, but I would not do that. Yeah. <laughs> just like a, like on a personal like level, I would not do that. Um but
0: there's no point yeah. to play Jund because no, the green just, doesn't add enough.
2: Green it adds like Glissa if you want that. Yeah. Fine.
0: It's a good if card.
2: The cool part with Glissa, like, you mentioned, like, piles of removal, like, how she's bad against that. It just makes Shieldred better. Yeah. Because it's like, if you go, if you curve, like, well, that has to die on turn three, into well, that has to die on turn <laughs> yeah, four. Yeah, sure. Like, sure, <laughs> right,
0: right, right, right,
1: That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It makes a lot of sense to me.
2: Yeah. Um, less against Blue-White, because then you, like, play your Glissa, and then you play your Shieldred, and then they just go, okay, Supreme Verdict, Kill all of them. them, right, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, they're both gone, who cares. But yeah. Uh, but but rectos uh, in a matchup of of one for one removal like I, like I, I I would I would not side out in that matchup I, I think that's maybe not in the matchup where she's best but she is quite good in that matchup because it's sneaky hard to like revolt fatal push in this format and that's something we all just kind of ignore yeah. um not if you're Rakdos.
1: <laughs> yeah. if you're Rakdos, you got uh treasure tokens uh blood uh, tokens. Blood blood tokens. tokens.
2: That's true. It's true. Yeah. Every if, other uh, deck,
1: though, every other deck, you are exactly right. I, I, yeah. I don't mean it. I don't. I shouldn't diminish your point because, like, in every non-racto deck, you are extremely right. The I guess you know, because again, like racto sack sacks mm-hmm. in the name, right? They're going to be reflecting. Mm-hmm. So, um, so sack,
2: sack, like you might as well just take like. The revolt text of Fatal Push as like the actual text of the card, right? Right, yeah. right,
1: right, right, right. And again, I think I think mid range also has it, but any mm-hmm. other that black a deck- bit
2: more like it can do it, but it, it struggles in my experience. It struggles like more than you would think. Sure. Depending on like because if you let's say so like a lot of the time like you you're you're in a position where you have to remove the token from Fable, right? Yeah. Um, and if you do that, like okay, that takes away the treasure. So, like, because if, if they don't attack, they don't get the treasure, obviously. Mm. Um, I guess, like, flipping fable also does it, which is right. pretty
1: cool. So, flipping fable is the big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when we we'll copy, copy stuff, it goes away at the end of turn, or That's if we true. kill it. Like, don't, okay, don't well, get true. me wrong. Like, if they're not, it's not free necessarily. It's yeah. not as free as Sack is, but like, I think it's about as common as it would happen in many other formats. I Maybe guess. I land. guess the thing about that is, like, in legacy, you've got thing ways to sack an at mana, so it's, it's not going to mm. be true there. Well,
2: modern, uh, even you have fetchlands, right? That's and so. modern,
1: you have fetchlands, exactly right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, it's it's basically free there as well. So yeah, uh, yeah. nowhere near is free like, there.
2: But racksack is like fetchland easy.
1: Is, mm-hmm. It is fetchland easy mode pretty much, and, and I think rec- Rectos Midridge close. and those are the biggest ones. But like, mm-hmm. definitely in Grease Fang, Grease Fang's a lot harder. Um, yeah. You know, if if they Grease Fang you and get the revolt, they were probably winning that game anyway. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if they revolted by bouncing by bouncing their Parhelion back, you were you were struggle. Yes, that uh, is a loss. So yes. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I, I think you're... against non particularly blitz Blood Crips, it is a
0: lot harder.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's actually something I've struggled with in Green Black fatal pushes Triggering. to revolt
0: like, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why i've been playing cards to circumvent that a little bit but yeah it's like you're playing the uh, three minute card that makes a treasure right yes i play
1: jewel thief you're playing i jewel love thief.
0: it it's it's the best card Aww. it's so good i it love ramps it. you you know that's cool i dig it that's actually pretty cool yeah i thought about uh, that card a lot it's really good i so uh i was watching some north 100 content uh i don't know if you guys know them no i idea. do it's Canadian Highlander, the format. Uh, it's by the people at Loading Ready Run. They do it. Oh,
1: anyway, cool. Yeah, Ruckman
0: loves uh, the Run. Yeah, it's vintage uh, constructed, basically, or 100-card or singleton, but not commander. It's If you want to look, just look up Canadian Highlander, uh, if you don't understand, uh, listener at home. But yeah, it's vintage, but uh, vintage cube constructed, basically, is the, the way they describe it. Anyway, they were really excited about Jewel Thief just because of just its text. They're like they're not trying to do anything crazy with it. So I was really turned on to the card because of that. And I've uh been very happy with it because it does just turn on your fatal pushes or if you play one, uh it allows you to double spell really easily on turn two. Yeah.
2: And no, I am into yeah. Jewel
0: Thief. I'm into it's jewel a very thief. good card.
2: What, what are its keywords? Trample
0: and uh Vigilance. It trample?
2: It's Trample and Vigilance. That that card's so pushed for a common. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. That's why I'm like wild. I th- I think people uh underrate it because it's a common. Like if this were like an uncommon, people would be like, oh, that's a good card. But since it's a common, you know, people are like, oh, that's bad. It's common.
2: <laughs> yeah, Big's of treasure. And in- how did that like slip through? I don't know.
0: It's very that good like into a- blue white. You like it does the thing where uh, they play the wandering emperor and they're like, haha, I'm gonna get your. Oh wait, it doesn't tap. What?
2: Yeah, that just attacks. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And then it lets you uh jump ahead in the mana curve, uh so, but yeah, I'm not going to gush about a Jewel Thief because. Well, no, <laughs> we're here much. to ju- we're here to gush about yes. playable. I yeah. thought that's why we're here. <laughs> this is your podcast. They can be whatever exactly. you know. What I'm saying. Oh yeah, that's true. But I I I want to try to stay on topic. Well, I guess I made up the topic, so we don't well, have that's exactly it. right. Everything's made up.
2: We can talk yeah. about two drops, Avenger. I think this is something maybe yeah. you and I talked about in the past,
0: even. Yeah. Um, uh, Two drops suck. I'm sorry. And yeah. the gold guard colors. But I, no, there was one point I wanted to uh, make before we jumped into that. Um, I think uh, Rin and Rumbleaker is on the level as Kaito of a Planeswalker. Uh, that's just the last thing I wanted to say about it. I think they're very comparable. I think Kaito is just seen. Uh, I, I think it has it gets more. Uh, well.
2: Yeah, Kaido's Kaido's just like a natural fit in rogues. It just has like everything that deck wants to do in grinding matchups. Mm -hmm. Whereas Ren is just like generic card with abilities. Yeah, uh, that that looks like it's clunky, but it's like way less clunky than like I don't know. It's one of those cards you really have to play with to like understand. Like, oh wait, this card's really good. Okay, Um, they're
1: pretty cheap too, right? Maybe I'll pick a couple up in eight uh, eight
2: bucks. uh, Eight yeah, buffers,
1: okay? Yeah, because yeah. we're about to head into that pioneer offseason, and yeah, and modern to me, just based on my play experience, has it has not looked as enticing since Lord of the Ring. Was, was yeah. I, I love the Lord of the Rings yeah. set. I love yeah. the Lord of the Rings set. I think it's really cool, and I thought I was going to hate it. I th- I was a I was a doomer. I didn't like Modern Horizons. I didn't like Modern Horizons too. I was like, this is stupid. But Lord of the Rings was was actually pretty cool. I love I love yeah. playing the limited format of it. Uh, they printed oh, yeah. Sauron's
2: ransom. That card's sick.
1: That card's sick. I love that card, and if <laughs> if that was the best card in the set, man, I'd be yeah. playing modern right now. Even okay? like, even if if Bowmasters was the best card in the set, I could live with it. I think that's I think that's probably also true. Yeah, I think I if, say, yeah. I think Bowmasters
0: is probably my favorite card. Like Wizards it's of the Post has cool. printed in like a long Bowmasters.
2: time. I like Bowmasters a lot. Actually, I've been playing a lot of historic. Play, oh like, yeah, to, to cast both for as much crap as I've talked about that format, I've I've really wanted to cast Sauron's ransom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> it looks really, looked really fun. Yeah, and I wanted to play Snapcaster Mage, and I wanted to play Archmage's Charm, and I wanted to play Talarian Terror. So I put Bowmasters in that deck, and like, there's a lot of like Bowmasters is really good against other decks playing Bowmasters and against the ring, and then it's just yeah. like
0: fine if I like, start didn't have like the crappy alchemy cards it'd be like yeah. the greatest you, format ever. you really don't see them that's the hidden yeah part, is the, the secret the secret except part except crucius
2: as yeah, he's a three one now like yeah he just <laughs> dies to the bowmaster ping who cares about that's him that's true so, um but like so like, i don't know yeah bowmasters was the best card in lord of the rings i'd agree not to get on the modern 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 is my favorite format uh but the ring is awful like just like the worst card design like mm. ever it's like it's just like they printed Necropotence again, but made it better. Um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. They made it better in Colorless, like wild.
0: Every deck can um, play Necropotence. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, the one ring is a great lesson on why we can't unban Smuggler's Copter, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, you think so?
1: Yeah, I, I do think so. And, and it's just one of those things where it's just like, especially. Don't get me wrong. Then, then, if if we're talking about only Golgari, right? If only Golgari mm-hmm. could play it. Why be excited? Cause then we could yeah. play, we could play uh death, right? Shaman. Yeah. And Cruise one. You yeah. know, Hey, look, that's exciting. But unfortunately, like every aggro deck getting to, to play Smuggler's copter was, was, uh,
0: was a little too much. I'm able to
2: believe they were past that point. I think they could safely unban Smuggler's Copter and it would be fine. But I don't know
0: Pia with Smuggler's Copter or like Convoke with Smuggler's Copter. Like the problem is less like the power level of the card. I think
1: it really is one of those things where like you don't you don't think about it until you're just like every aggro deck starts with four Smuggler's Copter and it's like again if if the One Ring had color restrictions Mm -hmm. it might not be
2: as insane as it is. There's there's like 87 ways to fix that card just with like one line of text, like like, mm-hmm. either give the player the burden counters or make you lose life as soon as you tap it or like any number of other things they could have done to like make that card balanced. And they were I like, think no. they would have
1: needed done like three of those 100 things you're talking about to like, to actually, to actually fix it. Or again, just make it like, non-ubiquitous like not everybody not everybody has play because like that's the smuggler's copter problem yeah. it's just like why would you not start your deck with four smuggler's copter and that's where it goes like same thing with the it's like i don't know that teferi was necessarily a power level problem it was a fun mm. problem you know yeah and that's just where i'm like eh you know like so we've we tried it we even tried yeah. smuggler's copter and it was just it was too much everywhere you know mm-hmm. like power yeah, level i, mean, I still four think four years ago four years ago we tried smuggler's copter hey listen that is that, that is that is, that is so also factual pioneers that old. Yeah, it is also a faction that was a long time ago. But we play. The thing is, we also had it in standard, yeah. right? Like we had it in yeah. standard back in the day. And like, this is the problems that kept coming up with smuggler Copters. It looks like a cool card. It is a cool card. It's just that when every deck start, like when every deck has to play Luris, right? It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, cool, you too know? cool of a card. Yeah, too, too cool. Too, too, too. Like, too. Every deck has to play it. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: Yeah, if that card like was cool. one and a white. I think it'd be playable, right? I think I think that's the difference. I really just think it's a difference in like one deck playing it versus every deck having to
2: play it. But if I had Smuggler's Copter, then I could crew it with my uh, with my giant ox or whatever that card's name is. Right?
0: <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not that's wrong. That's amazing. Uh, g- jumping back t- a little bit to the ring, I just wanted to add one point. Uh, I really think they should have just added the text: "Your deck can only contain one ring." Because they've done that where your deck can contain-, contain multiple copies of a card. If it can only contain one copy of the One Ring, that would solve all the problems. Basically, I, I, th-
2: I think the biggest problem is that playing another copy of the ring like resets all the downside of like, yeah. the previous ring. Like uh, that
0: just doesn't make any sense. Uh, so if your deck can only have one copy, like you have yeah, to get that, rid of it and eat a different way.
2: That would have been a fine fix. I, I just and think, flavorful. Like, to, <laughs> I think they needed to give the player the burden counters, not the ring. Yeah, like there's
0: like I don't know, whatever. It's fine. I don't or- want to. So you're or if about the one that, ring gave you an <laughs> emblem that said like that's what i mean right yeah, yeah right. you get an emblem with burden counters. Yeah. yeah 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 something or like you, that same or you thing. just
2: lose the life immediately <laughs> <laughs> if you draw three cards you lose three life like why was that so hard
0: <laughs> <laughs> your starting intensity is x with the one ring <laughs>
2: yeah, right right
0: you just, uh, you, you, alchemy it. yeah
2: alchemy it true yeah
0: uh, uh, um geez. yeah Anyway, uh two drops. We were talking about those a second yeah, ago. I'm I I was about two drops. Uh so I want uh, the the thing we came here to talk about was uh one of the things is why green black is not seen play in pioneer. Like we can uh, like there's it's a very good color pair like throughout magic history since like the rock deck was invented back in what 1999 or something. I don't know exactly what. Uh that seems right. I think that's around yeah. there. Yeah. It, I remember it was, uh, uh, that's had, before uh, my time, Bridger. I'm not old enough to remember that. All right. <laughs> I'm not, but, thankfully, uh,
2: Google.com is,
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. That but, pretty pretty um, remembers. there's only like, one deck currently in pioneer that even plays like a, uh, Golgari mana, uh, and it's Abzen Greasefang. They play two, uh, overgrown tombs and that's about yeah. it. So, uh, the color pair is good though. It's got all this good stuff. So uh what's stopping it from being good in Pioneer in your opinions? Uh you wanna start us off, Chris? No, I don't. I don't want to start oh, us off. Okay. Somebody else go first. You wanna start us off, Anthony? <laughs> yeah. So, so what's keeping expect- it from being good?
2: I mean a yeah. lot of the things we've touched on, right? It, it yeah. doesn't have so actually so look at it, look at let's look at BX mid-range decks here for a second, right?
0: Yeah. Look
2: at the start with the three drop slot. Red gets fable. Like, yeah. Gets a wedding announcement, green gets crickets.
0: Yeah, uh, green doesn't in terms anything. of
2: like long term, oh, yeah, oh wow, your favorite card. <laughs> I hate <that> uh, <laughs> love Tyler's tracker, yeah, big Tyler's tracker. <laughs> um, so you, you're you already down there. Like, Glissa is great, Glissa is a reason for yeah. Lego Gari. She, she is not the same kind of card that Fable and Wedding Announcement are, just long term yeah. value just by sitting there. Glissa yep. is, is great at stalling a game and, and generating mm-hmm. advantage later, uh, but she's not quite that card. But that's yeah. not the biggest problem. The mm-hmm. biggest problem is, like, we're getting into is the two drops. The one drops are the same. Fatal Blush, Tutsis. Yeah. Like, you don't really see, like, a cling to dust if you want it? Sure, whatever. Yeah. Um, You get into the two drops, and you get to, like, Green doesn't add anything to that. Like you, the the two drops you're playing are the black ones, so you could play like yeah. Misery Shadow, which is more like Midori Shadow, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> good one. Uh, Tenacious Underdog, which I think is the the best of the black two drops. Yeah. Um. But I would, but you'd never really want to play more than two of them. Mm-hmm. It's the best one, but you don't want more than two of it, really. Yeah. Um. You, and then I feel like I'm missing. One of the black two drops that sometimes he's play, but it's, it's, I guess, not relevant enough um, for me to remember.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, some people suggest that the double green one, uh, pack the, leader. The, yeah. Werewolf pack leader. People play I armored scrap gorger. Yeah. That one, scrap, that one. Oh, I,
2: I, I have tried that. It's, it's just like, it looks like it should be good, but it's just like not. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it a dies lot a lot. Time, yeah. It dies a lot. And also, like, Part of, like, playing a mid range deck is you don't want your top decks to be, like, miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that card is so bad after you, like, when you draw it on, like, turn four.
0: Yeah, I wish it had, like, the City's Blessing type of thing. So whenever you draw multiples, if the one already did the thing where it, you got the oil counters on it. Yeah, that'd be the great. The next copy's good.
2: That's some alchemy stuff, too.
0: Well, no, uh, this is the City's Blessings Blessing blessing right. from Ixalan. They did that. I know,
2: that. I know, I know. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like if they if they saw each other like mm-hmm. do that like yeah like that's that's like some alchemy stuff yeah uh, yeah Armored, it's a card I tried it's it's it, like I don't know it was never really impressive to me like it, it feels like it should be so good but it, like it just always felt super underwhelming um, and then you get to like wrecking or bankbuster it's like sure good card but like yeah. that's colorless like, the smuggler's Copters thing of like anyone can just right. do that sure. Mm-hmm. Um, So there's nothing like unique about playing that. Like you're basically just playing like a mono black deck up until you get to turn three. Mm -hmm. Um, So add that to like, why am I not just playing mono black? I'm just playing like mono black with a a land base that injures me. Yeah. um, And is, is a little bit slower. Right. So I think the two drop is the big thing. Like a lot of people like maybe thought like deep root wayfinder. I think that's what the card's called. Yeah. uh, Is, is, was like the answer. And like, I've, I've, Tried playing that card in Standard. It's, like, fine. Um, it passes the Stomp test, which is, like, the best thing I can say about it. Like, you just mm-hmm. play it, and it doesn't immediately die to, die to Stomp.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: which is cool. But, I don't know. It, it really just needs, like, some kind of Blood Tide Harvester kind of card. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I think, I, I agree with that, and I think green has a lot going for it. I mean, sure, we were saying it doesn't, but it also has, it's the color that has Bosage in it. That's, like, sure. yeah, you do a good really Bosage. good card. You sure. get besage you you get uh what are uh, there other cards you get your abrupt decays as chris was saying i can't remember if that was on the podcast or not i do Uh, like abrupt decay yeah that one's really good uh and i think uh one of the best sideboard cards you get probably one of the best sideboard cards in green in pioneer right now and if you're playing creatures in shaper sanctuary like like if you can land a shaper sanctuary versus racto sack like it's almost impossible to lose from there it's so good, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's probably not.
2: That card is good. Uh, I I just, like, d- yeah. does Golgari... You, you actually play a more, like, creature-based version of Golgari than I do. Um, so it is probably better for you. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense. We did, actually, we didn't mention the Seekest Chariot, uh, which is kind of like the, the
0: Greens version of
2: Fable and Wedding Announcement. Like, that's kind of the answer to that. But it's obviously, yeah. like, I'm a- or so it just like falls apart there.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you either have to play your scrap gorgers or you have to play it on turn four. And if you're playing it on turn four, you lose the game.
2: I mean, uh, more or less.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think the yeah. tough one at that is like, again, it, you're incentivized almost to play because of the lack of two drops, a more spells version where, like, hey, if you mm-hmm. wanted to play a two drop, um, I, I think it w- would be fine to play like a, a, a Sylvan Carrot type effect. Yeah. Because, like, that one doesn't die. Um, yeah. But, like, then you like, I don't know. Like, you don't want to play Born Wipes, but that's fine. Like, most of your removal is targeted anyway. You're, you're trying to yeah. draw more cards. Like, I think that's fine. But, like, then you lose it on, like, some of the sweet three and four drops. Like, where the reason you would want to play, right, some of the green and or black yeah. cards. And, like you said, a Seekers Chariot. Uh, Glissa, I think, is a big one. Where, like, mm-hmm. card sees no play. But it's just because the color pairing isn't quite there yet, you know? Right. That card
2: yeah. is strong. Like, for sure. Yeah. That card's very good. Yeah, is uh, good. Yeah, Glister, Glister
0: is think, good. Then, I think the thing is, is that the the problem with Golgari is you either have to go big or go home. And if you go big, you're just worse versions of other decks. Because if you're trying to go big with spells, like like the, I'm not trying to trash on anybody uh, who's playing like the 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 control version of uh, uh, Golgari, the new one that's been popping up. Mm-hmm. The what's it called? The Seasons Past. Seasons Past. Yeah, it it relies a little bit too much on the graveyard i think but also it the game plan is just i'm going to be a blue white control but in golgari and then then at that point it's like why aren't you playing blue white control you get counter magic which and i don't want to say and exactly and card draw which is better for control decks <laughs> yeah. so i don't know it it, it it's a, it's a weird like i feel like the problem is you're trying to play around with all these things and you're just slightly worse like it's it's not so much worse than the rest of the decks like you can make do with it but it's just slightly worse than all the other decks that are doing the thing you want to do in Golgari
2: yeah and that's that's where it falls apart is like yeah it's just like you can play it it's like mm-hmm. acceptable but it's it's just worse than the things people are doing and there's not really a way to fix that unless they like print a better grim Flayer.
0: yeah ETB Which, surveils. Or
2: just make it a three three. <laughs> just, two, three. Two three. Two three.
0: yeah. It's two two five. Exactly. <laughs> well I, I well I, I also wanted to mention one thing. Um if you look at uh the way Wizards of the Coast has been printing cards lately, uh they they've been doing a lot of like five color cycles with like two mana with the with their with the What's it called? The rare, the signpost oh. uncommon. Okay. Uh, yeah. Golgari has not got a signpost uncommon that is like three mana in like years. Like it. Well, so there was the one that we got was, was a from spider. Kamigawa. It was from Kamigawa. That okay. was a four mana card. Okay. All the There's rest a... are four and a plus. Rakdos and a all... spider. There's a spider. In here yeah, there somewhere. was a spider from Brothers. It was four mana. Okay. That's and right. you could sacrifice a creature to blow up to, to a non-line permanent. Right. Oh, it was yeah. a non-line permanent, okay. It was an online permanent, and then you could it, whenever it died, you could exile it from your graveyard and you'd gain life equal to its uh, it's equal to the amount of creatures in your graveyard. Okay. Yeah, I played a lot of Brothers War Limited. <laughs> I've I, I drafted that card a lot. But yeah, so Wizards of the Coast has really not done that. And then if you look at the, compared to Rakdos, I mean, they don't really play them, but Ractus has gotten a lot more like mythic rares just in the colors in general. Like if you look at like your five mana, uh, guy from brother's war, who's the bad guy. Uh, oh, Mishra? Mythic. yeah. And just all these random cards are just mythics. There's, that are in...
2: there's there's a Titan, but his name escapes me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just, uh, Croxa. Yeah, that was a joke. Yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, if you look at it, uh, like, they get hit and Sugo consumes all. There's just a lot more uh, Rakdos, like, getting cards that actually do stuff compared yeah. to Golgari, which I think is, like, the Wizards of Close Coast can do what they want, but I just think it's a little bit weird that we don't get the cards printed.
1: There's an anti-Golgari conspiracy going on, and
0: I'm
2: I, not going to stand that's for yeah, that. That's my ball. Theory. <laughs>
0: the anti Golgari Cabal strikes again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But if uh, but also one thing I've no, I have w- I just want to add is that uh, if you look at draft archetypes through the years, uh, Rakdos is very consistent with what they do for drafts. So that leads to a very powerful deck whenever it's all thrown together. Rakdos is very good at sack or like mid-rangey things that involve sacking. So like Crocs, Bloodtithe Harvester, they're both very good at sacrificing stuff. Whereas if you look at Golgari, it is a very mixed bag of like it does a graveyard thing. Like it doesn't really mix together. We did get Tyvar. Tyvar was the uh,
2: was, you know. Yeah, yeah but that's that not like good. a very
0: mid range card. It's yeah. a good card, but it's not Yeah, but that one also it doesn't really uh connect with like that one plays well with elves, but it doesn't really connect with uh rares from the next set. Like mm-hmm. uh I, I just well yeah I just think it's interesting that uh there's like this weird lack of cards mm-hmm. that are playable in the colors for that reason
2: i know you mentioned it like gloom gloom shrieker such a cool card
0: yeah that one's a cool one that
2: one's a cool one.
0: The, it's the, it's the, it's a cool one it's the three mana one that brings stuff back yeah it returns a permanent from your graveyard to your hand with an yeah. That that is that's pretty neat it's got menace but
2: it exiles it's itself it is also a two one it's a three mana yeah. two one how does Blood Arvester a 3-2? Right? Like, know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. I, I got a little bit long and rambly there. I just that was what I had on my mind.
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. Chris, how would you fix Golgari? How would I fix
1: it? Yeah, yeah that's what like what, what does it need? It needs like a uh it, it definitely needs a two drop, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that two drop needs a special ability. Like I don't know if that card needs to be a utility creature. Or if like you brilliantly pointed out it earlier, that like it would we need a card that goes, oh, here's a two drop that like maybe it's not insane, but you should kill it, right? Yeah. Into Glissa, into Shieldred, and they're out of removal at that point, right? You know, yeah. I, th- I, I I don't th- I don't know what quite that answer is, but like I'd almost be happy even with like a a creature, almost like a kite seal freebooter that was a little bit better or something like that. Yeah. They just actually know? thought seized. Like think of all like the powerful white two drops. Yeah. And then again, I think those are fine because they incentivize you to play like other white cards, other humans, um, all creatures, right? In the case of Thalia. So like, I, I think those are fine and thematic. Um, and maybe it's just like they don't really know what Golgari's kind of identity is. But yeah, um, I, I do think that like as much as I hated on the card when it was first printed, I think that Sheville is close. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, I think it's his
1: power is just too low is my problem with it.
2: Frustratingly almost there.
1: Yeah, frustratingly almost there. Where it's like at first I was like, "Lamal, this card's a joke. Um, and the more that time goes on, the more I'm just like, well, like it's a two drop that like again, if they don't kill mm-hmm. it, you know, you're the you're the color of removal, right? You get you yeah. get black cards, um, you know, you get the ramp and or power of green creatures. Yeah. So, you know, they, they kill it, hey fine, I've got way other threats. They don't, theoretically you can draw some cards.
2: I think part um, of the problem with Cheville, like if I was gonna fix Cheville, just let me put a bounty counter on like more than one thing.
1: Yeah. Maybe, but, maybe that's it, or on or like
2: The other problem is like it just totally non-bows with like exile. Yeah, like which is annoying too because you have to exile stuff a lot, and it's just like, and then Cheville just has like no text. <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you, but, you know, yeah. wants to destroy things. Most most of our cool guard cards do destroy, but but I see yeah. what you're saying. Like ultimately, you make a good point there. Like I, I think Cheville is close, and I think maybe it is a card like that where it's like, hey, it wants us to like mulch our opponent's creatures or. Or play other big creatures, right? Um, yeah. Maybe if, you know, like, Pack Leader
0: wasn't Double Green or something like that. I don't know.
2: Yeah, Double, double Green is, like, the worst part of Pack Leader, for sure. Yeah.
0: The card I think that would really, like, just fix Golgari. Like, I I, I I, mean, it's not, like, it'd be, like, mind-breaking. But I think it'd be a very simple card. It's just, it's a green and a black for, let's say, a 2-1. It has some keyword. And it just says ETB draw card. I think that would, like, it's just an updated version of, like, Elvish Mystic. I think that would really help the deck.
2: Would probably also have to say, might say Lose a Life.
0: Well, yeah, it could be Draw Card, Lose a Life, and it has Lifelink on it. Or, uh, Lifelink's probably too strong, but, like, some kind of keyword. I think something like that. I can could see a just... Death Touch. I could see
2: Green and a yeah. Black, Death Touch,
0: 2-1, ETB Draw Card. Or it, if it had Death Touch, it might not need to be a, a one one two one. It could just be a one one. It could be like Baleful Strix. That card's great. The only difference is yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think just some kind of Baleful Strix type card, like it can be very, a lot worse, would fix the deck. Like, I really think that, like, because the, yeah. we could play Elvish Mist, or what's that? It's, uh, Elvish Visionary is the one that draws a card. But uh, yes, that one's almost there, but it just needs something else. And then it, yeah, I that, think that it card doesn't have a 2023 20, amount of words, you know? Yeah, it I means, think it's it it a keyword. Key, okay. yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a keyword or like the keyword. If I were to take Elvis Visionary and add Death Touch, that's perfect. That's the great card we need. I just think that something very simple like that would fix the deck. Like <laughs> it would help a lot. What about what
2: about everyone's favorite suggestion ever? What, what
0: about Tarmer I think that card is bad in Pioneer. Like, it's I, awful in Historica. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm inclined to agree. However, it, it kind of goes into, like, you do have to kill it, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's a, yeah. cool part of Termog- a cool feature of Tarmoglithe is that it does have to die at some point. So if you curve, like, has to die on two into has to die in three on Glissa into has to die on four and Shieldred, like, there's probably some kind of, like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: something there, maybe? I don't that know. That could be a uh, good point. I'm not I'm not super sold on Tarmogoyf. scene. Like, if Tarmogoyf is yes. just, like... If if Wizards of the Coast was like, surprise, Tarmogoyf is legal in Pioneer now.
0: I, I think it'd be the same as Lily. But what do you think, I Chris? Agree.
2: You think, yeah. um, I
0: agree, yeah. I think we could, we could make it C-Play. Yeah. But um, it, I it's think a deck like
1: that,
2: that could low-key maybe actually want it is maybe Grease Fang if it just wants a vanilla beater. That's yes. actually true. The deck that, like, fills your graveyard the best. Yeah, um, yeah in that color combo like if they just like if that's a plan b all of a sudden like they're just slamming card mm-hmm. both. it's like whoa that's different i, I desperately want traverse the even wall to be good
1: yeah So i I do think that like those are cards that play well together right traverse wants you to have cards card types in your yard tarmac wants you mm-hmm. to have types in your yard and like I, you know yeah. listen I, I don't know like but i i will tell you that there's a lot of blue cards that throw a lot of cards to your yard that are that mm-hmm. are pretty mediocre but if you paired him with green cards, maybe you would do something like maybe then. Unfortunately, we're not playing. Google Gray. Maybe we're playing either uh, either blue, green or soul
0: tie. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine. I I, I like that. I just like having the discussion about what it would what would uh, if it was po- if it's possible. I yeah, like it. I, it think that I, I think it would see play. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I think I, it I, could. I, my one thing is
2: like one of the defining like sideboard cards of this format is portable hole. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like slamming just some like vanilla dummy. And I mean, or, or even just uh, fatal,
1: fatal freaking the front half of a fatal push. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's the unfortunate part is like, yeah, it, it doesn't see as much play in modern either because of just how it how it how it kind of dies to everything. Mm-hmm. But, the static yeah. Ending and yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: yeah, if it if it didn't, then, uh, you know, things would be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cr- Chris, uh, now mm-hmm. that we've kind of given our takes, do you think you have any takes that you think could really? push green black and pioneer like i i I feel like i didn't get enough uh content squeezed out of you for this (laughs) um i i think that it could probably
1: see play now and is fine and it's just again like it it depends on like what mapships you're gonna play because like the the one thing i really like about pioneers i think there are a lot of decks that could be seeing play and don't and i think there's a lot of a lot of decks especially at like your local level that you yeah. could be qualifying for an RC four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I've seen players stomp a field with Simic Flash. Yeah, uh, I've seen players stomp a field um, with just like red green Stompy, right, or green Stompy with mm-hmm. the right sideboard cards. Where like they yeah. they knew what their meta game was. To be fair, and they knew what their sideboard cards needed to be, but but it's there. And I think that what I like about, you know, green cards is Beseju is a busted card. It makes a lot mm-hmm. of cards in this format unplayable. You get the best sideboard cards or the, some of the second best sideboard cards on like green. I always mm-hmm. think that like, it's like white and I feel like it's green. Maybe
2: it's black. It's like my second color. I think it's black because of the uh,
1: effects, right? I like
2: white because of the, like the universe or green because of like the artifact and enchantment hate that just comes right. very yeah. easily. Like there's just like outland Liberator is like a very good card. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And yeah, that's a like, good two
1: drop. You know, black gets you hand disruption, which is a big one. So like, mm-hmm. I really think that it's kind of like the, unfortunately, it's like, why do we want green in our black deck? Yeah. And I think the reason is like, you know, really efficient creatures or kind of needs to be really efficient creatures. Yeah. Um, you know, Glissa gives us that, like you pointed out earlier, a Chariots, a really, really good card. Um, so there's some stuff there. I think it's more just like if Fable of the Bear- Mirror Breaker was banned, mm-hmm. we might we might even play Golgari midrange over Rakdos midrange. Like, yeah. I, I really think that's kind of the prime reason. Um,
2: I yeah. think Bonecrusher Giant is... That's fair. I, I think that's a two-drop that plays draw. into a three
1: that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But is like we, we have the removal anyway, right? Like, we've got mm-hmm. plenty of removal options in either black or whatever. There's not as much adventure. I mean, again, not that it's the same power level, but you still do have, like, a Murderous Rider, whatever that card is, that also it's hits Planeswalkers. actually, like,
2: a fine card.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. that thing hits Planeswalkers, by the way. Yeah. For yeah, three mana. Plus, it, it, plus. That's a big thing. Like if, if those, if Planeswalkers were better too, you definitely want to be playing Golgari because of the amount of cards that destroy Planeswalkers, right? Yeah. Assassin's well, Trophy hits those cards, things like yeah. that. Oh yeah, for sure. So the uptick, the uptick in, in that permanent type would I think lead to Golgari being better. And Bonecrusher Giant's good, but like people are even talking about it, like cutting it in some of the Pia decks and I'm not sure that that's right, but yeah, you know that over like, oh, well, what else do I get? And it's like, well, I would pick up Glissa I'd pick up a Seekers Chariot, you know? Um, yeah. I think those are cards that I'd much rather be playing than than the red cards that aren't Fable of the Mirror Breaker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh don't get me wrong, the premier Bl- blue black true drop I think is pretty good. Blood Tithe Harvester? Yeah. 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 Blood but Tithe, I oh, yeah. still, if it wasn't for Fable, would probably be looking for like uh a Sylvan Caratid to just ramp into threes and fours. Like I there's something else I would be finding, right? Yeah. mm mm-hmm. yeah, what, what I'm
2: taking good. away here is Pioneer needs an aspiring spike. <laughs> that's,
1: I, I, that's I think so. I think so. I, I think that the, the problem that I see there is like one, there are so many modern horizons, two cards and and you can pick any modern horizons, two card you want and put it in a deck. And it's probably pretty good. Cause the entire power level of that set was so strong. And yeah. like, I don't think we have that in, in pioneer. Unfortunately, like you can't just pick any card from Kamigawa and be like, I'm making a deck, but um, like the Pia deck's pretty new and it's like all over the place. Like I, I really do think there's a lot of decks that could make it, yeah, but invoke, the thing is it's like another like like these decks do appear. Yeah, like Mono Black, like Invoke Despair, I, I do think is a strong card, right? I think that's a card yeah. that like you can seeing play in modern and stuff like that. I, I do think that unfortunately, like there's a pretty hard cap in that like Mono Green is kind of hard to interact with and puts a pretty fast cap of I'm going to win the game or put a lot of permanence in play on like turn four or five. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of nonsense that like you can't get away with where it's, like, in modern, well, you can play some of that nonsense as long as you're also playing some of, like, the free spells, you know? Yeah. Pioneer doesn't have any, like, free spells or, like, kind of getcha cards that, that's like, kind of blanks out certain strategies or whatever else, and yeah. I think that's kind of the main problem is, like, are you going to be faster than a spirits or a green? Because if you're yeah. not, like, what are mm. you doing? Are you offering or more interaction? Or white. Or, white. or white. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wh- whatever your aggro decks are, they're pretty fast, right? Like, you mm-hmm. can pretty easily die in, um, in in Pioneer on turn four or five, especially if you do yeah. nothing, right? I, I think there were a lot of calls way too early on, like, Pioneer doesn't offer interaction when, like, Rakdos midrange is everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of decks are trying to interact with green, so I, I do really think there's a lot of decks that could be out there, but I do yeah. think that you, you have to win pretty fast, you know? hmm And that's yeah, where that I think was you're banning a lot of cards to try and get that.
2: Yeah. Oh, you want to ban a lot of cards. We can, can, do we have time for a ban, ban chat?
1: I mean, um, I, I got to go in like five minutes. So, whatever yeah, you want yeah. the last thing to be, we, we're I'm no, good. no, no.
0: Honestly, I was going to say we can, uh, I, I we might want well, do that. That might be better for, I mean, by the time I get a new episode out, we'll probably already be banned. So, yeah, <laughs>
2: August, 7th. Uh,
0: August yeah, so, 7th is the day. Yeah. Uh, and it's July 26th. So, uh, yeah, I think that kind of takes us to the end of it. We kind of discussed all the things we wanted to. Uh, thank you both for coming on. It really meant a ton to me. I, love both of your guys' podcasts that you do. And I listen to them like the, the second my Spotify notifies me, I'm like, sweet new episode. I'm listening to it immediately. <laughs> so it's great to like chat with you guys. It's, it's awesome. awesome. Dude, that means a lot. No, thank you. <laughs> so, so thank you so much you. for, no,
1: this is an absolute pleasure. I, I I love talking. I can't believe we haven't talked faster.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I had, I had tons of fun. Thank you so much for coming on guys. Uh It, uh, and if people want to find you on, uh, X, 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 I mean, I mean, X, if they want to find you on X, where can they find you? <laughs> but a Twitter for all of you boomers, I guess, I guess. Cause uh, that... <laughs> you
2: can, you can find me at a 95 Yeah. Uh, a D O L C E nine five. Um, on that website for as long as it, as it exists. And if you see me in the playing <laughs> pioneer discord or any other discord, I have the same username. Um, And you can read stuff at playingpioneer.com and you can listen to the podcast playing Reader podcast.
0: So I'll make sure to link both uh, the, the website and uh, your Twitter and playing pioneer in the description uh, for anybody who wants to find those areas. And uh, Chris, where can we find you if we're looking for you? Uh, What's your address? Please. (laughs) You can come visit me anytime at, uh, at the grand
1: Canyon. That's where I spend most of my, most of my nights. Uh, Hey, you can find me on whatever the website's going to be called. uh, 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 The tweeters um, at its underscore Christmas and Christmas has no T. And obviously uh, I am. I am on the uh, crew three podcast where we put an episode out every Friday that you can go listen to.
0: Yeah, they just had a really good episode discussing underplayed cards in Pioneer. And I really enjoyed that one. And it inspired me to make this one (laughs) invite them on as fast as possible so yeah thank you both for coming on again and uh uh big thank you again to rose emoji for the the new intro music love you song goes slap Uh, rose good job (laughs) and uh i will catch all of you folks that listen to me uh next time uh i can't say when that is because uh since i have i invite guests on it the schedule can be hectic so uh hang in there if you really want to Hear me talk, <laughs> but anyway, thank you both for coming on again one more time, and I will talk to you guys and the listeners later. Bye. See you. See you. Yeah.